0: all right what's up everybody this is pastor darren and this is the manhood moment going to try to give you one big idea to help you be a more godly man today and uh invite you to check out some more of our episodes at christendomchronicle.substack.com. There you can read our articles and see some of the different things that our family's doing. Ministry-wise, this is a podcast of our family ministry. and Man, it's a blessing to be back with you guys. It's been a little while since I did uh, any episodes on here just because of uh, some stuff we had going on coming through to the end of the year. But um, coming back on uh, now... And the goal is to do a few episodes uh, of this podcast every week. And so uh, kicking off the new year with some new episodes, I believe this is episode 62. And so uh, we got uh, just just one quick uh, topic that I want to discuss with you guys today. I've, and it's, it's kind of a thing where... Something that you think about at the beginning of the year, every year, especially if you're a guy like me, if you're a reader, you like to read. One of the things I like to think about every year is I start trying to get together in my mind, or maybe even I write it down, a list of some books that I want to read in 2024. Now, normally I set a goal, and it's usually fairly high. I usually set a goal in the 50s or 60s of books that I want to read in a year. But this year, I actually set the goal a little bit lower. So I'm shooting for 20. So that's more than uh, one a month. Uh, but not quite as high as normal because I got some bigger books and some sets that I want to read through this year that I haven't had a chance to get to yet. But so I'm shooting for twenty and I would encourage you men to set set a reading goal yourself. How many books do you want to read? in twenty twenty four but this episode is not specifically about how many books to read in twenty twenty four but there are I want to encourage you to read in four specific categories four or five specific categories this year and that's what this episode is about five books that I think every Christian man should read this year and it's not the specific titles that I'm sharing with you that I would say you know go read these although all these books that I'm going to share are books that I would recommend but it's the category of books that I'm recommending. There are some specific categories that I think every Christian man needs to read in going into 2024. Now, there could be some other categories that you want to read in, but these are five that I think every Christian man should pick a book and read in as a part of their reading plan uh, going into 2024. And uh, So that's the topic for today, so let's get to it. Number one, of course, first and foremost, is going to be the Bible. Um, And I include that. A lot of people think that's a duh or that's a given. It's not a given. There are many Christian men who have been Christians for 10, 15, 20, 30 years and have never read the whole Bible. And so if that's you, okay, and there's a little bit of shame in that you've been a Christian for a long time, but maybe you've read some of the New Testament. Maybe you've read the book of Genesis, but you've never gotten through the whole Bible. Hey, there is some shame in that. But hey, this year is the year to change that. I strongly encourage you to get a good Bible reading plan because that's the reality. You're not going to read through the whole Bible. Uh, It's a big, thick book. There's a lot to read there. You're not going to read through the whole Bible unless you make a plan to do it. Uh, So I would encourage you to get a Bible reading plan and read through the whole Bible, four or five chapters a day, and get through the whole thing this year. We have one at Operation Save America. You can go to operationsaveamerica.org backslash. Bible reading schedule and there you can see our Bible reading plan. It's free to download right there on our website. You don't have to give an email or anything. Just right there for free for you to download and uh, it's not too late. I believe this episode is going to be airing on January the 3rd so you're just a little bit behind um, but we've read through Genesis chapter 5 and Matthew chapter 2 so far. So you dig right in and uh, you can get right to it. So if not, you can use the version app. There's lots of Read the Bible in your Year plans on there, and so I strongly encourage you to read the Bible this year. And Maybe you're one of those guys you have read through the Bible. Read it again and again and again and again. It's the living, breathing Word of God. It's the book uh, of all books. Charles Spurgeon said, visit many books, but live in one, and that one you want to live in is the Bible. And so I want to strongly encourage you men that listen to this podcast, plan to read the Bible this year. Plan to read it all the way through from Genesis to Revelation. So that's of course number 1. Now, the rest of these are categories of books that I wanna encourage you to read. And the first one is a category on worship because I believe that worship is an important topic right now. There's a battle happening in the church regarding worship. And there are, of course, some extremes. There are ditches on both sides of the road. But I think Christian men need to be educated on the topic of worship. We need to be discipled regarding worship. For far too long, we have left it to the musicians. And what we need is strong, godly, bold, courageous men to study what the scripture says about worship and to um, make a bold stand in in evangelical churches that worship ought to be governed in a way that brings honor and glory to God. And so my book in this category this year is um, Moosings on God's Music. Uh, It's by Scott Ennial from G3 Ministries. I've already thumbed through the book a little bit. My son Malachi read it and he recommended it to me. He said it was a really good book. And so it goes through this book has specifically to do with the Psalms, Um, forming our hearts, uh, forming hearts of praise with the Psalms. And so, but I think we really should consider the Psalms more in our worship. And I could really go off on a discussion on that. Maybe I will in one of these other episodes. But for now, I'm just going to recommend that book. And if you don't do that book, then pick a different book about worship. And I would encourage you to pick a book that's written either by a pastor or a theologian not a book that's written by a musician. Not that there's anything wrong with musicians writing about worship. I think that's a great thing for musicians to do. But our understanding of worship should be formed fundamentally by pastors and theologians and not by musicians. And again, I could do a whole episode on that. Maybe one day I will. But for now, I'd encourage you to pick a a good book on worship written by a theologian or a pastor. It could be a dead guy. Charles Wesley has a book about worship. Um, that's, that's a great book I read when I was in uh, seminary, and uh, so there's some out there. Spurgeon's written some things about worship. A lot of good stuff out there from that front, so pick a book about worship. Another book, Another thing I'd encourage you to do, another category, so this would be the third category. Another category I would encourage you to pick to read in would be a biography. Pick a biography of a godly man, or in this case, actually, I have a book that is a series of biographies, seven biographies in particular. This book is called Seven Leaders, Preachers and Pastors by Ian Murray. Uh, it's published by Banner of Truth Books. And um, all of the seven men that are covered in this book are men that I actually have a a big interest in. And so I'm looking forward to digging into this book this year. It's specifically about preachers and pastors. And so it goes through John, John Elias, Andrew Boner, and... Uh, Archie Brown, uh, Kenneth McRae, Martin Lloyd-Jones, W.J. Greyer, and John MacArthur. And so some of these men are men that I've had an interest in for a while now and I just don't know very much about. So I'm really looking forward to getting into that book. So, But pick a biography. It doesn't have to be seven people. It could be one person. Um, Another biography that I'm considering reading on my list this year, I don't have it sitting here with me, is... uh, On my list for a while now, and I need to just sit down and actually read it, I'm looking forward to it, is Charles Spurgeon's autobiography. It's two volumes from Banner of Truth as well, and so that would be another one uh, to check out in the biography. But I think we're in a time where men, Christian men, need to read about the lives of other bold-hearted, faithful Christian men. And we desperately need godly men of courage right now. And one of the things that helps to instill courage in us is to read about the lives of other godly men of courage. So I'd encourage you to pick up some biographies this year. The third book, uh, or the third category, and I have two books sitting on my uh, shelf right here of the books that I'm reading, getting ready to read right now on this particular topic. I think every Christian man this year should read a book about revival we need to start discussing revival more in the church. And uh, it's a sort of a lost topic, understanding our pneumatology, our study of the Holy Spirit, and how revival comes about. And so I would strongly encourage you, the church in America and in the West today is in desperate need of revival. And um, part of the, one of the challenges with relationship to that is it's been so long since there's been revival in America that not many living people even know what revival would look like. And so I would strongly encourage you to pick up a good book on revival and read it this year. I have two on my shelf that I'm planning to read this year. One of them is called Pentecostal Outpourings, Revival and the Reformed Tradition. And this uh, this is a book that is published by uh, Reformation Heritage. And um, it's one of those books that's got several different authors. Michael Haken is one of the authors. I'm a big fan of him. Um, He's a great historian, and so that's one. It's called Pentecostal Outpourings, Revival in the Reformed Tradition. The other one is called Pentecost Today by Ian Murray, and I've read about halfway through this, and I've really enjoyed it, and I got a plan to finish it this year, and so I would strongly encourage you to pick up this book in particular, Pentecost Today by Ian Murray. I think every Christian man needs to read the book Pentecost Today, and uh, now is just as good a time as any to read it. Next category, so I got two to go. This is category number four. I think every Christian should, every Christian man needs to read a book on cultural engagement this year. Um, And so last year on my list, um, I read Mere Christendom by douglas wilson this year is another book by douglas wilson i think he's great on this topic of cultural engagement it's one of my favorite topics to read him on and so um this book that i'm going to read is a continuation of that same topic although this book came out before that one it's called empires of dirt and it addresses secularism radical islam and the mere christendom alternative Uh, and so uh, this book was recommended to me by a friend of mine who um Has also read Mere Christendom, and he said this would be a good follow up read. So, this is one of the books I'm going to be reading on cultural engagement this year, but I strongly encourage you to pick up a book on cultural engagement this year. Uh, There's a lot of different, you know, you don't have to, maybe you're one of those guys, you don't like Canon Press for whatever reason or whatever. There's a lot of great books out there about cultural engagement. Um, You know, Vodi Bakum had one come out this year called The Ever Loving Truth. Uh, it's a reprint of a previous book that he wrote. Uh, you don't want to read Douglas Wilson? Well, check out Vody Bakum. He's got a great book out there on um, cultural engagement that just recently came out. It could be a book on cultural po- apologetics. Um, and so there's a lot of different angles that you could take on the cultural engagement thing. For me, for my money, I do believe that Cannon Press has some of the best stuff out there on that. Um, but I also think Vody Bauckham is strong. Uh, There's several other really good authors out there. The guys at G3 have a great book called Why Are You Afraid that deals with uh, some things related to cultural engagement. They have a few other things that had to do with the COVID lockdowns and things like that. And so that would be a category that I would strongly – I think we should read books about that regularly. And I'm over my time here, but I got one more category, and that is read a book by a dead guy. I've already mentioned Charles Spurgeon uh, here. I got a whole set of books uh, sitting on my shelf that I'm planning to read that been sitting on my shelf for a little while. And I'm not going to buy any more books until I read through some of these. So one of them is uh, the works of John Gill. It's a two volume set. Uh, so I'm planning to read through that. I'm really, really looking forward to that. I also got a set up there. I only have volume one because the rest haven't been published yet, but the works of Benjamin Keach, who was a great English Reformed Baptist theologian. Uh, and so uh, those are from uh, the Baptist Heritage Foundation, I think is the name of the organization. And so I'm looking forward to reading those, but you don't have to be, you know, there's Charles Spurgeon's got a lot of great stuff out there. There's, of course, the Puritan paperback collection, all kinds of great stuff on Banner of Truth, um, a lot of great Stuff written by dead guys you can get from Reformation Heritage. G3's got some good Reformed reprints. Uh, so there's just a lot of stuff, a lot of great stuff. We live in an era of reprints, which we're tremendously blessed by that. And so get a book by somebody who's dead and read it uh, because those guys were engaging and dealing with, I think those guys, especially the Puritans, a lot of what they were dealing with is sort of relates to some of what we're going to be dealing with in the coming years and so um i strongly encourage you to pick up a book you know read something ancient read something by one of the you know the early church fathers um you know i got some of the some books by those guys um on my list as well um and uh so and i i even have some catholic authors on my list for this year so read something by a dead guy so read the bible read a book on cultural engagement read a book of biographies, read a book about worship, read a book about revival, read a book by a dead guy. But make sure that men, of all things, make sure that you read the Word of God this year. That is the number one most important thing that you have to do if you want to be a man that honors God. All right. God bless, brothers. Thanks for taking the time to listen today.